Hi, this is Lori. And this is Rachel. Welcome to Tales, Tales from, from the Rock Side. Hi, everybody. This is Lori. And Rachel. Ooh. And Rachel's making a spooky voice. It's a spooky, Rachel. <laughs> Why are you spooky today, Rachel? Because it's almost Halloween, and we're talking about spooky things. Should I do that the whole time? Yeah, definitely, because <laughs> it's not annoying at all. Everybody will love that. Uh-huh. I'm sure they will. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> okay, maybe I won't do that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. The, uh... The coughing ghost. It's <laughs> the hacking ghost. Pleasant. So, like Rachel said, it's uh, Halloween time, and we're going to do some I think it's a spooky stuff. season, but whatever. Spooky season. We've got a playlist of our favorite Halloween songs. Oh, yeah. And we're going to be telling some rock and roll ghost stories. Woohoo! Ghost stories! Yes. Let's, you want to preface this by saying I'm a believer and you are not. <laughs> yeah, Rachel's definitely more of a paranormal I love me a good ghosty. Than I am. I, I like am. a good ghost. I like a good ghost story. Buy it. I've had experiences. Mom doesn't believe my experiences. It's all good. No. And I'm not saying that I don't think that there might be something out there, but I just know it's like ghosts wandering around and like staring at people and so I think I don't know. I like ghost stories. I find them fun. I like ghosts. Uh, My really good friend has had a lot of ghost experiences. I've only ever had ghost experiences around her, but it's very crazy. And uh, maybe we'll talk about our... I'll I'll tell my ghost stories later at some point. Okay. Because there's... I got some good ones. All right. Do you want to talk about the playlist first? Do you want to talk about uh, uh, let's do some? Stories? I want to hear some stories. I want it to okay. be story time. Me, All right. me and Roxy are very ready for some stories. I see. I see. We've got Roxy in here, so hopefully she doesn't bark all over the thing and yeah. annoy us. She's getting petted. Yeah, she's getting petted, so she's happy. Okay, so I'm going to start with the legend of Robert Johnson. Ooh. Do you know who Robert Johnson is? No. <laughs> Robert Johnson was like a blues guy in the 30s, okay. and the legend is is that he was kind of just a so-so guitar player. <laughs> Damn. Um, <laughs> Read him. He was all right. <laughs> all right. Until he um, visited the crossroads. Ooh. And he made a deal with the devil. And oh, okay. you've heard a million songs about, you know, went down yeah. to the crossroads or you yeah. know, the devil that went down to Georgia. Devil went down to Georgia yeah. is a fun one. <laughs> Please don't. I have to do it. <laughs> um, but he made a deal with the devil in exchange for talent, fame, fortune. He gave the devil his soul. So he joined the Illuminati. And the devil collected on it which resulted in Johnson's death at age 27. Was he first 27 club? He's the first of the 27 uh, club. I thought his name sounded familiar. Yeah, and like he became, after this supposed hap- happening, he became like just this great blues guitar player. He was very, he only had a, like a handful of recordings, but they were very influential on the uh, late 50s, early 60s blues scene in England, mm. which then spawned, you know, Eric Clapton right. and Keith Richards and, yeah. Of course. So. Remember that Simpsons episode when uh, Homer makes a deal with the devil for a donut? He sells his soul to the devil for a donut. I kind of remember And it. then the devil is Ned Flanders. 
And then he said, let that donut forever be on your head. And then his head turns into a donut. I've seen every episode of The Simpsons. And yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, like we said, that's the kind of the beginning of the 27 Club, which Ooh. if you don't know what that is, throughout rock history, there's been an unusual number of rock stars who have died at age 27. And some of those are Brian Jones, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse. They're yeah. All, They've all died at 27. Yeah. I don't have any discernible uh, music talent other than, like, Guitar Hero. Uh, but at age 27, I am going to be very concerned. <laughs> and not everybody dies at age 27. I know. I'm living proof of that. I'm aware of that. But for some reason, it's a little scary. I think it would be only scary if you're, like, a rock star and you're, like, you know, um, let's see. Are you trying to tell me I'm not a rock star? <laughs> well, I was going to say, A, um, having some addiction issues, B, I had a donut for breakfast do, <laughs> B, doing, like, major amounts of travel, which is putting you in some That's potentially... That's true. I don't think I'll ever do that. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Um... Maybe having some mental issues, so you're having I mean, some, you know, suicidal ideology. I was gonna say I do have mental issues. Um, yeah, I mean, so but I'm all, on drugs all those things, for that. <laughs> all of those things, I think, are putting musicians in a little higher risk. Yeah, but I mean, I got two more years to fuck up, real good or real bad. I suppose. Maybe, so. maybe I'll make a deal with the devil tonight. I don't know, and I don't know what else am I doing today. Uh, and get really good at some kind of obscure instrument, like the mandolin. I don't think the mandolin is really considered obscure. Okay, the Vuvuzela. <laughs> yes, he will become a world-famous Vuvuzela player, because that sound is not annoying at all. And everybody wants to buy records and records full of Vuvuzela The relaxing play. sounds of the Vuvuzela. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's move on. Move it on here. Sorry. Um, okay. Uh, the former Doors keyboardist Ray Manzarek had a tale about how he and ex bandmate Robbie Krieger may have been haunted by Jim Morrison. Oh. He said he had. He's had. Yeah, a, Jim Morrison was kind of a miserable um dude. A he little seems bit. like his spirit would stay around. Yeah. You know. Um, he said he's had a recurring dream in which Jim has returned from France, which is where he died. Yeah, that's where he's buried. And um, he accomplished what he went there in the first place, which was to rest, get clean, change his rock star style. This is what he told About Magazine in he 2001. Did, he did rest. Yeah. But, um, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, let me finish my story and then you can start riffing. I have to riff. <laughs> Um, we talk, he said, he would talk, we talk about where he's been and what he's been doing. I asked him if he's been working on any new material. And just before he answers, I wake up. When I first told Robbie about it, he said, yeah, me too. He had had the same dream. So clearly they were both visited by Jim Morrison. Not, like, not just they had him on their mind and they had yeah. similar dreams, but no, they were I both like visited that by they him. both, he, they were like, you're working on new music, man? Like, like, I'm going to get some fucking good exactly. shit. And then they woke up and they're like, God Damn it! <laughs> yeah. Also in 2009, there's claims that a photo that showed Morrison's spirit lingering over his grave had supposedly been analyzed and proven to be not faked. And that, Ooh, this is the I Tom Petty this. photo. I want to see it. this. I want to see it. I wanna you see should it. look it up. I, I looked right it up the other day. Where's my um, phone? Hold on, I have to look it up. It's uh, 
I need to know. The thing that I thought about it was, like, it's too coincidental that he's kind of in the same pose as he was on, like, one of their album covers. Oh, is he? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's kind of... Ooh, Ooh sorry, boy. What are you doing? I was trying to hand you my iPad so you could see it a little better, but... Oh, is it... I typed in Tom Petty photo because I'm an idiot. What am I typing in? Well, you would say... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Ghost. He looks so much like Tom Petty. <laughs> I just typed in Tom Petty. I was like, oh, look, Tom Petty. Um, Tom Petty's not the picture of It was supposedly from a time that Tom Petty visited Morris. I see grade. that now. Yeah. Uh, like this, this in the center. Yeah. That oh. right there with the like with the white shirt on. Yeah, I mean it looks. What's your dog doing? Oh no! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Um. Yeah, I mean, it looks like he's, like, it, it got looks, his arms out. He looks like he's doing, like, a... It's like a publicity photo of him. Is it? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I haven't seen the publicity like. photo. Stop it. Yeah, that's what it kind of... Or, like, an appearance on a on a TV show yeah. or something. That's what it kind of looks like. It looks like he was dancing or something. Yeah. Because his arms are all spoiled yeah. out. This probably would be better if you look at the photo, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> so people can see what the photo is rather well, yeah, than us just, like... I mean, we've described, like... What you can look up, look up Jim Morrison, so Tom Petty, gravesite yeah. photo. Yeah. I mean, I typed in Tom Petty ghost photo and it wasn't there. So There you go. Because Tom Petty's still alive. Is he? He's still alive. No, he died like two years ago. Oh, well, his, uh, he doesn't have ago? any ghost photos of him then. No, there isn't any of him. Okay, so next story. Next story. In 1995, when the surviving Beatles got together to touch up some of John Lennon's demos to put on the anthology CD mm. documentary thing um, George Paul and Ringo saw a white peacock and thought it might be the spirit of John haunting the sessions where were they uh, the like was a white studio I have no idea okay. yeah it didn't go into that kind of detail okay so we don't know if it was just like they were actually recording in a zoo because th- that well, makes I think sense they're recording in a zoo uh-huh. but yeah I, I like I said I don't know there was there wasn't a lot of detail about it um Sorry. Yeah, we need to kill a dog. No. <laughs> we love her. We just need to get some She's doggy down old her so she chills. This is a dog that sleeps 20 hours a day until Second we get we ready recording. to record the podcast. And then she's like, it's time to get up and make noise and play. Anyway, okay. So uh, Paul McCartney later recalled, I said to the other guys, that's John. Spooky, huh? It was <laughs> Spooky, huh? Me. <laughs> it was like John was hanging around. We felt that all the way through the recording. Why did you kill me? Like, John isn't him. really good. I know. Okay. Anyway. Also, um... I just wanted to do a John Lennon impersonation, and I realized it's not good. Yeah. I'm sorry. Julian has also said that, um, an Australian arib- what? aborigine, sorry, mm. uh, gave him a white feather, which his father had said would be his sign from the other side. I have no more details than that. I don't know whether he was touring Australia or in Australia, okay. and somebody just came up and said... Here's a white feather for you. And he went, oh, it must be from my dad. Weird. I don't know. That's what he said. See, this is the people that believe this stuff. Is I'm, I'm a lot more... Uh, skeptical? Skeptical, yes. I, got these papers I would love to, but that she's it. standing on it. Excuse me. Um, Paul Thank McCartney you. has also said that he was visited by the ghost of his mother um, when he was... Which inspired him to write Let It Be, like when the Beatles were kind of dying. Yeah. He was visited by the ghost of his mother. I'm going to say a statement right now, right okay. here. If I pass away before you, mm-hmm. my signal that I'm still fucking around or whatever yes. is someone's going to... Stop it! <laughs> Just keep going. 
is someone's gonna come up to you and grab the sides of your face and go, your daughter says, LOL, anal sex. <laughs> wow. Okay. I look forward to that. <laughs> It'll be like a funny stranger. They'll say it funnier than me. Okay. All right. Well, you're not going to die before I do. So. I'm just saying, if that happens, well, yeah. But if that happens, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I could die tomorrow. I'm not going to. You're not going to. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but if that happens, that was my ghost. Okay. I'm putting it out in the podcast universe, too, so we have the recording. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. We'll have actual proof. Mm-hmm. Of course, somebody could hear the podcast and then just come up to me and say that just to screw with me. Yeah, but do you think people will do that after I'm dead? That's kind of rude. People are weird. Don't you know that by now? <laughs> I do know that. I just think that that's mean. That's not fun weird. That's mean weird. True, but people are mean weird, too. Yeah, I don't get that one. A lot of people are. It's more fun to be weird weird. Okay. Anyway. They won't know the hand signal, I, I did, though, because I'm going to do it right now. Okay. That's so, just between me and you. Yeah. Secret hand signals. Um, Dan Aykroyd has often claimed that Cass Elliot haunted his his Hollywood home. Oh, Dan Aykroyd is a true yeah, he's believer. he's a true believer. He's fucking he's dope. He's a true believer. No, he, I love it. He, uh... He owns the home, or he had owned the home that Cass Elliot had had owned. Uh huh. So he, and he also said some like things about you know it felt like a heavy presence because he was being real asshole about it, and you know Dan, you shouldn't talk because I was gonna say mirrors. boy, but um, the heavy presence might have been your fucking gut. But speaking uh, as someone who also <laughs> has a heavy gut, <laughs> Beverly, Beverly D'Angelo has since bought the home. Oh okay. And I don't know if she's currently owns it or not, but she also has said that she felt a uh, ghostly presence with Cass Elliot. So. And she didn't say heavy. Good job, girl. I don't think she did, but. Well, I'm gonna say good job. Anyway. Yeah. Also, so, fun fact: everybody should go and watch the promotional video of Dana Croyd's alcohol. The skull, crystal skull vodka. Uh-huh. It's fucking insane. It's super worth watching. He says all this at the end. He says all this like crazy like, it's got cryogenic diamonds and stuff. And then <laughs> and then at the end he goes, and it's just a really good vodka in a cool bottle. And then that's it. That's and it's it. insane and it's so worth watching. It's very funny. Yeah, he's also um, last podcast on the left. Yes, and it is great. Interviewed him and it was just a really fun. Episode it's really too, fun. If you're a fan of either of those. Yeah, I I really do like Dan Aykroyd. I mean, he's yeah. kind of a weirdo. Yeah, he's kind of an asshole, but I think he's very fun. So, um, Graham Parsons has been said to haunt the Joshua Tree Inn, which oh, okay. is the California motel where he mm-hmm. died. The inn's owner has told the New York Times that there's a journal in the room where he died that people can write down their notes or whatever. And people write about how they woke up at 4 a.m. and they've seen Graham walk across the pool. Weird. Across yeah. the pool? Like a... I'm guessing that's what it says, across huh. the pool. I didn't know if it was like a... Excuse me, like he was like wading in the... Like swimming or just no, walking? No, no, I think they just see... He's like Jesusing? Like, yeah, I think so. I see. I he's, so. he's pulling a Jesus? Yeah. That's, that's what it's called. Uh, residents of clear lake iowa have reported seeing those that live there occasionally see phantom a plane a phantom plane in the sky or ghostly lights and that's the town (laughs) that's just a plane (laughs) that's the that's the town where the plane carrying buddy holly richard allen oh sad well i guess i guess yeah that would be an older style plane than like a whatever yeah now 47 or something yeah (laughs) when when they say ghostly plane i'm assuming that they can tell that it's not solid you know what I mean okay like I you look in saying. the sky and you see a plane right. and you're like oh I can tell that's made of metal this probably I looks see. like semi-translucent or 
pearlescent or something that makes Shiny. them go, oh, that looks odd. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing. I'm that's, guessing. That's, that's what I would guess they mean by a ghostly plane. It's a ghost plane. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've not seen one. I yeah. haven't seen a ghost plane. I actually haven't seen a lot of ghost things. I've just heard yeah. things. Uh, Michael Jackson is said to haunt the halls of Neverland. Yikes. And CNN cameras supposedly captured his moonwalking shadow there on the, right before a live Larry King show. I'm going to have to look that up. That's actually. out there. That's, yeah, I'll I'm going to have to look too. that up. Was it, it, does it look legit? Well, it's like... You Why can would tell, he be walking, moonwalking around his house? Well, what, what, what <laughs> it looks like, I'll describe it. Give me a, give me that, a visual, please. Is that you can see, um, like... They were walking around the halls of Neverland, and they're talking. I, I don't remember what they were talking about, but, you know, they've got a camera guy, and they've got a guy who's, like, the on-camera person. You know what I mean? Yeah, like who's, the interviewer, saying, you know, or, like, yeah, the yeah, or like, oh, tour guide, now, we're in, kind of, now yeah. we're in the molestation room, or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! But, but then they kind of go, oh, no. He used to call this, <laughs> this the rape room. This is where they kept the Jesus juice. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so sad. apologies to anybody that's offended by that, but um, but anyway, not offended for Michael Jackson's sake. Yeah, but then they kind of they kind of go, you know, oh, and down that hall is whatever, and they kind of like the camera. Oh, here's his favorite hallway to walk down. <laughs> well, no, they they, they kind of swing the camera over to look down the hall, and you see this other room at the end of the hall, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you see this like shadow. Oh, weird. Yeah, that's fine. This like flitting around. Personally, I think it looks like there's somebody in that room setting something, like setting yeah, yeah, lights yeah. up. Or Possibly. Because there's definitely, like, camera lights, like, mm. with the big umbrellas and everything in there because it's very, very bright. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I think that somebody was just in there adjusting the lights. Of course, they're going to be like, no one was in there at the time. Like, eh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm sorry I'm petting your foot. I'm not trying to. It's okay. You're petting the dog. You're fine. Yeah, she's being silly. So anyway, um, people have attributed some strange lights into orbs, like, floating around. In... I'll be honest. I believe in ghosts, but I don't believe in orbs. Okay. Well, anyway, people say that they've just seen saying. them in this park that is a few feet away from the site of Kurt Cobain's suicide. I Like I said... Orbs, orbs to me is, oh look, a fucking speck of dust. I just don't, orbs don't do it for me. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. I'm just telling you, I'm just reporting. I know. You're just the, I'm the reporter. You're the messenger. What do you want? Um, the ghost of Amy Winehouse has been alleged to have chased her former lover from her house, or from his house. Honestly, know. love that. Yeah. That's the energy we should keep up, Amy. Yes, absolutely. Get it, sis. Yep. If anybody's going to be a vengeful ghost, I think it'll be Amy. Uh, and probably the busiest rock and roll ghost is Elvis Presley. Well, yeah, yep. he's got a lot of running around. Yeah, he's been reportedly seen in the halls of Graceland and in the former RCA studios, as well as in the streets of Nashville. And Just also, yeah, I guess so. And he's been spotted at the Las Vegas Hilton and in the Heartbreak Hotel. I mean, you can see a lot of Elvises at in Las Vegas. <laughs> I mean, I I know this isn't a paranormal thing, but there used to be an Elvis impersonator here, right here in Columbus, Ohio. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I mean, I think he was like a 24-7 Elvis, too, because I saw him, like, hanging around at the Ohio State Fair. Just this fucking being Elvis. Years ago. Just, yeah, walk around being Elvis. Fun. Yep. Are there still a lot of Elvises in... Las Vegas? Probably. Probably. I just didn't know if that was, at like, the, dying out or not. Well, at the very least, they've got, like, the legend show where it's a whole yeah. bunch of people. I'm pretty sure there's an Elvis in there. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, there used to be people just walking the strip oh, yeah. being yeah. Elvis. Yeah, I don't know. I just I didn't know if that was still a thing or not. Yeah, I don't know. Roxy, do you know if that's still a thing? 
she probably doesn't. So anyway, we're going to go on to... <laughs> Thanks for a, cutting that off real fast. <laughs> here's a few stories that musicians have told about being haunted. Ooh, was it on that show? I think a few of them were from that, like, ghost stories. It's like celebrity ghost story. Story. Yeah, probably Ooh, a few of them were from there's that. There's a Dan Aykroyd episode that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> in case anyone wants to watch it. Um, a lot of them are talking, it's like um, things that were happening when they'd be recording. Oh, yeah. There's a, a fair amount of, of those. Anyway, <laughs> the weirdest me. thing happened. A ghost unzipped my pants. Started blo- like in Ghostbusters. I got you. No, yeah. I understood it. <laughs> you know, someone on this podcast is going <laughs> to find me funny. Yep. <laughs> okay, so Ronnie James Dio. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> no, don't do that. He <laughs> talks about a poltergeist that haunted the recording studio when Rainbow was making Long Live Rock and Roll. And the ghost would mess around with the tapes and fling around the instruments and do some crazy shit like that. That's how he phrased it. A big old instrument? Like a... I mean, I don't... He says flinging around instruments. It might have been just like a... a drum, drum stick or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I was going to say, like a big-ass fucking guitar. I was going to say, like a like an acoustic bass goes flying right. across the room. I'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm calling it. <laughs> Sorry. That thing's heavy as shit. If they're throwing, like, guitar picks and shit, I'm all right. That's yeah, yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah. But I'm not... If you're starting to throw drums around, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bob Dylan has mentioned that he felt the presence of Buddy Holly during the recording of 1997's Time Out of Mind. He said that when they were recording, every place he turned up, there would be Buddy Holly songs playing. Like, huh. you know, he'd walk down a hallway and you'd hear, that'll be the day. You'd get in the car and Rayvon would be playing. You'd go to the studio and someone's playing a cassette of It's So Easy. He said that just happens day after day after day. And I mean, what, once he noticed it the first time, it, it's going to be yeah, more noticeable. Yeah, I think so too. And it, it doesn't say on here where they did the recording of yeah. Time Out of Mind. I don't know if it was in like an area that does tend to predominantly play oldies music. Yeah. It's very possible. Um, but he's, he said it was, it was just like something that just kept happening. They kept noticing it and yeah. Weird. I mean, that was a little bizarre, but also like radio stations and shit. I mean, exactly. But that you know, I, I can get into that one. That's kind of fun. It is kind of fun, but I mean, I could definitely see like, you know, if, if we went to Nashville and I was just like, oh my God, I just hear country music all the time. Like. (laughs) Well, well, duh. duh. <laughs> Weird. So, yeah, I don't, We're in I don't the, know if there's any of that Yeah, that's true. We're in the Motown Museum, and I keep hearing Motown music. Yeah. It's like, why, why is that happening? <laughs> Come on. Um, when recording David Bowie's Low album at the Chateau d'Aroville? Sure. I, something like that. Near Paris, both Tawny Visconti and Brian Eno remarked how one of the bedrooms had a real strange atmosphere. What does that mean? Well, Visconti said something about how the room had a dark corner that kind of sucked the light out of it. Oh, that's weird. And that corner was noticeably colder than the rest of the room. See, that's the kind of shit I'm into. Yeah. Yeah. Bowie took one look and he refused to sleep in that room. Same, bud. Brian Eno reluctantly took the room, only to be woken most mornings by a hand shaking his shoulder, although there was no one else in the room. Oh, weird. And I mean, that would happen once for me, and I'm like, you yeah, get the I'm done. fuck out, yeah. I'd be like, Bowie, can I sleep in bed with you? No, I think I'd be like, <laughs> where's, where's the nearest Ramada yeah, I know. in? I know. <laughs> get out of here. I'm just, I was just saying. Yeah, I, I mean, like... I'm not a believer, but, you know, if something really weird happened, then I'd be like, yeah, I told I'm you about that one time. I've got a really great not ghost story, ghost story. 
Okay. So. Lay it on us. Is everybody ready? It does have something to do with music, so it's slightly tangentially related. Woke up in the middle of the night. Had to go pee. You've heard this story before and you're going to hate me in ten seconds. Probably. Looked over and I've got a, well, I used to, I used to have a poster of uh, John Lennon with oh, his yeah. People for Peace uh, poster. Now, I wear glasses and can't see shit, but I look over and I have my desk chair and I swear to God, it was Abraham Lincoln <laughs> in my desk chair. And I remember being like, no, I don't want to be the person that has to become president. There's like 500 <laughs> other people that can go and fucking do this. Like, I'm not the one. Literally fully, t- like, I swear I was staring at it for five full minutes being like, no, just tell me what you want, Abraham Lincoln. Like, I can't. And then I, like, put my glasses on and I went, oh, it's my stupid fucking John Lennon poster. <laughs> that didn't last very long after that. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you still aren't supposed to be president, Rachel. It's your destiny. Embrace it. God, no. Embrace Do you know how destiny. easy it would be to dig up dirt? You just listen to this podcast. Yes, but I know, but, I mean, Trump got elected. You know, your dirt's not as bad as his dirt. That's true. Well, you don't know. Maybe maybe, I, sure. maybe I have been colluding. Pretty darn sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. true. That's true. Um, Black Sabbath has a few ghostly tales. Ooh. One of them was that Ozzy came across a very old book on black magic, and he gave it to Geezer because Geezer was into that. That sounds about right. And he said one night that a big black shape appeared in his room at the foot of his bed and beckoned to him. Whoa. He freaked out, and the shape disappeared. I like next page, and then the book was gone. Oh, that's weird. That is weird. I'm into that, though. I also like the idea that it was like... Come with me. And then he freaks out. He's like, no, I'm done. Yeah. I don't want to fuck with this guy. You know, this was interesting until something actually happened. Well, not only that, uh, I was thinking of the ghost perspective where the ghost is like, this guy's going to freak out. I guess I'm not going to hang out with him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty great. There's also a story of Tony and Geezer seeing a ghost when recording Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. Ooh. Yeah. They just saw it, like, out of the corner of their eye? They, they, there's no, I don't have cool. any more information than that. Got yeah. it. Uh, the mansion is a ten-bedroom mansion owned by music producer Rick Rubin. Ten bedrooms. Ten bedroom. How many bathrooms? Do you know? Yeah, I don't have that information. Just curious. I don't I'm know. gonna guess at least five. Yeah, ten for five. Yeah. I mean, maybe more. I would assume like more. I don't know. I figure out of these ten, I would say maybe four of them are ensuite. Mm. I'll say maybe there's seven bathrooms. What a uh, what do you think of the square footage? Is? <laughs> Um, I think it's real small. I think all of the bedrooms are probably six by six. Do you think it's like the burrow and they're just stacked on top of yeah. each other? Yeah, I think so. Welcome to, welcome to Tales from the Architectural Side. Because <laughs> we are the ones who would know about that. I'm so sorry. I'm so... Oh! Rocky, honey. Oh God. Sorry for all the crinkling people. We have a dog issue. <laughs> she is an issue. I'm trying to move the papers so she's not crinkling she them. She just wants attention. And she goes, oh, you want to pet me? Okay. Oh, God, we're just stupid dogs. She just wants attention. Roxy, what do you think the square footage was? <laughs> I'm sorry, that was the stupidest joke okay. I've ever made. The mansion is uh-huh. a mansion. <laughs> Owned by music producer Rick Rubin in the Laurel Canyon area of Los Angeles. It was originally built in 1918. Ooh. And it's rumored to be haunted. Well, it was built in 1918. I mean... That's like a surefire way to get it, ghosts. It kind of is. You know? Artists such as Mars Volta's Cedric Bixler Zavala. I'm sorry? His name is Cedric Bix- Bixler Zavala. Gesundheit. Yep. 
His reported doors opening when they're known to have been previously closed. And then one room, the bell tower that the band just avoided when they were there. There's a bell tower in this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This, this house has a, dog this, this mansion has a bell tower? Does, is they have a hunchback that's too? What, that's what it says. I mean, it, maybe that's what's haunting it. The hunchback? Maybe. It says, although it's rumored that the house has been haunted since 1918, when the son of a furniture store owner pushed his lover from the balcony. That'll do it. The present mansion is actually built on the grounds of the old mansion, which burned down in the, in the late 1950s. Yeah, see, that'll do it real good. You yes. build on top of something that burnt down. And it was rebuilt years later to be used as a recording studio. But nevertheless, during... It still the, has a bell tower, though, which is crazy. I love that. During the recording of the Red Hot Chili Peppers' Blood Sugar Sex Magic, more unusual things happened. Excuse me. Um, it says Chad Smith chose not to live... The drummer Chad Smith chose not to live in the house during the recording because it was just kind of weird. Um... And it says the album art also also features a photograph of a strange orb, your favorite, Ugh. captured during a group photograph, which the band thought might be a spirit, the spirit of the mansion. Mm-hmm. I don't like or, the orbs. Or a speck of dust. Speck of dust to or fly. Speck of dust on the you know. Yep. The orb thing. I, there's too many factors in that one. Yeah. The one that I the one that I really liked was that uh, there was a dark mass at his bed beckoning that's really spooky yeah that's kind of weird that to me is like legit i'm not really sure how a dark mass beckons i mean does a hand goes, come out of it it goes hey baby yeah oh yeah sorry mine is like <laughs> mine sounds like um something gross i don't know i can't think <laughs> okay Headley Grange is an old English country house outside of London, which is built was built in 1795. That's a surefire way to get ghosts. And it was usually used, it was originally used as a workhouse for the poor and mentally ill. Oh, yeah, you got ghosts, my friend. Mm-hmm. It was used by... And not to say, I mean, America's young, so we're not as fucking yeah. haunted as London is, because I'm sorry, they're fucking haunted. It was used by Genesis, like the early iteration of Genesis with Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Fleetwood Mac, Led Zeppelin, Bed Company to rehearse and record. And it was supposed to be haunted, and it spooked out Robert Plant and Bonzo Bonham, who claimed to have seen ghosts or spirits at the top of the stairs. Not surprised. That one doesn't, that's like super legit to me, because yeah. it's fucking old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's an old English. An old, like, sanatorium, dude. That's like. How many more boxes can you. Yeah. How many more boxes can you check off in the spooky mansion? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's in England. It had mental patients. Well, I also think, like, you know, okay, you're a successful rock band and you're like, we're looking to go to a place that's, like, quiet and away from everything so we can, like, do some recording and some writing and stuff. So let's go to some place that's really spooky. I mean, that sounds like something I would do, but I'm just an idiot, so. And it just seems like it's not conducted. It makes sense for, conducive. like, you know, like, Black Sabbath and shit. Yeah, maybe. But, like, maybe not Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, think this were... was the early, like, bluesy Fleetwood Mac. That still doesn't make any sense, to be Fleetwood honest with you. No, but I'm just saying. It, I know. Yeah. It still doesn't make me feel like, oh, yeah, they would go to the ghost house. <laughs> But whatever. I mean, maybe their acoustics are fantastic. We don't know. They could be. Uh, Maurice Gibb of the Bee Gees told a story about there was a Gibb family barbecue not long after Andy Gibb's death. Aww. And he was walking back into the house where no one was else at it, and he was greeted by Andy saying, hey, buddy. Aww. And there's no reports about what he, like, did he go, holy shit, you're dead. Nothing. Just that was all the, the story says. I mean, he probably, 
was just like the like he probably froze. That's kind of yeah. you know. Yeah. Especially it's his brother. I mean yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And maybe know? he just heard the voice too. He could yeah he could have just heard the voice and just been like what do you want some egg salad? I don't yeah. know they're out of family again. So. They're, yeah and they're at a barbecue. Yeah. Mm. Sounds good. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, Concrete Blonde song "Ghost of a Texas Ladies Man" is based on Jeanette Napolitano's experience staying at the historic Driscoll Hotel in Austin. Ooh. Where she saw the ghost of Colonel Driscoll in the bathroom, and the ghost kept turning the light back on as she kept trying to fall asleep. That sucks. Yeah, and the things that I read about this this ghost of Colonel Driscoll that haunts this is that he tends to only um, haunt women. Yeah, I've heard of this guy. Yeah. Is he the same guy that like pulls ponytails and shit? I think so. I think so too. Yeah, but because like, like in her story, she said that like she was trying to go to sleep and she'd turn the light off and they'd turn it back on again and finally she just said to him listen i need to go to sleep yeah dude can i sleep please and and then she turned the light out i think she unplugged the light mm. and then the, the light in the closet turned on oh my god and she was just like close enough whatever and she just fell asleep yeah so that's fair um Annie Lennox also reported that when she stayed there, she was undecided about what to wear on stage that night, so she laid two dresses on the bed and went in to take a shower, and when she came back, the decision had been made for her because one of the dresses had been put away. No so, way! Like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, apparently See, Carl I... Driscoll was like, no, this one's the one that's been lifted on you. Which would be handy, wouldn't I it? I mean, that's kind of nice. I mean, it's kind of creepy that he's, like, walking around staring at these ladies while they're taking their showers, but... I mean, I wouldn't mind having uh, someone pick out my outfits for me, though. Like, on special occasions, I guess. Because, I mean, today I'm really just in leggings, so who cares? Yeah. But, uh, you know, like, if we're going out, out on the town, somebody else picks out my outfit, that'd be great. Especially when you, like, try something on and you're like, oh, I don't really like the way this looks, and somebody else can be like, either, yeah, that doesn't look good, or, no, girl, you look great. Yeah. Which I guess is what we have each other for. <laughs> I was going to say, we do have each other, and we also have uh, Nia, who's my bestie. Yeah. Who can do that for both of us as well. Yeah. So anyway, so that's all my ghost stories. Do you want to talk a little bit about the, the playlist? I would love to. While I pet the dog so she, she chills she out. She wants the attention. She does want attention. She wants the attention. She's, she's very uh, needy. She is very needy. She's an old lady. Yeah. Well... We made a playlist of our favorite Halloween-y, spooky songs. Uh, what did you call the playlist song? Um, How Halloween-y Can You Get? And I'm going to explain the, the Go title ahead. real quick because um, I'm a huge fan of Bugs Bunny and Warner yep. Brothers and uh, cartoons. And this was um, an episode where Marvin the Martian comes down and he, him and uh, his dog, I don't remember what his dog's name is. Um... Nope. Anyway. Um, but <laughs> someone help. <laughs> yeah, but they, they find the they find Bugs Bunny's hole and Bugs Bunny pops up and thinks that they're trick or treaters and oh, so he yeah. gives them some candy. That's a good episode. And then he goes back down in his hole and they take their like laser blaster and they blast the hole. Yeah. And he comes out and and says, How Halloween can you get? And then he turns around and sees the spaceship and freaks out. Yeah, that's a good episode. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so how Halloween can you get? You can find it on Spoofty, aka Spotify. Yep. Under Tales from the Rockside. Yep. And uh, we got, what, we got like 23 songs or something? Mm-hmm. Talking uh, to the mic, Rachel. Sorry. <laughs> I was reading. <laughs> and I'm just going to give you a, like a quick why we put them on, some fun ones. And uh, number one is 
I put a spell on you. Now, I think we all know why we put that on. Yeah, and I put the original Screaming Jay Hawkins yeah. version on. I know Nina Simone has a version that is pretty popular, and of course there's always the Hocus Pocus Bette Midler Always the Hocus Pocus Bette Midler. But I, I do like, I like the Screaming Jay Hawkins. He made this song, and um, he was just like a, a singer, like a mm-hmm. kind of bluesy singer, and... He made this song, and people were like, oh, we really like that one. And so he kind of really dove really yeah. far into the, I'm going to be like a... Like a cult like yeah, blues, which so is pretty dope. Then he started like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll come out of a coffin, mm-hmm. and I'll bring a coffin with me. And he had like a big cane with like a, a skull, I think, on top of it, and capes, and yeah. yeah just he, a cool dude. He just really dove into this like... A Appre- I appreciate that, if I'm being honest. ...persona, which is, which is a lot of fun. Like that. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Uh, then we have Burn the Witch by Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, Mom, fun fact, wrote Bun the Witch, which is just a bun. Yep, mm. it's, it's a witch. It's a bun made like to look like a witch. Yup. Or buns made of witches. Or maybe witches buns. Ooh, witches buns. <laughs> uh, that's a really good one, though. That's good. It's fun. It's, it's fun. It's obviously like for the Salem witch trial. Yeah, it's spooky, you know. You know. Uh, then we have Running with the Devil, Van Halen. Yeah. Running with the Devil. Sorry. Stupid it will be stuck in your her. head forever. It will be. If you listen to it once, it'll be stuck in your head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then we have Monster Mash, Boris, Boris Pickett. It's the in, classic. It's impossible to put you can't, together a yeah. Halloween playlist without putting you Monster can't Mash put on. Mon- you can't not put Monster Mash on. It's so classic. It's so... Uh, ingrained in pop culture. You kind of have to put it on there. Then we have Hammer Horror, Kate Bush. The first of our Kate Bushes in here. And uh, it's really a song about loving horror movies, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's based on it's, the yeah, old English, the old English horror, Hammer, Hammer Horror, horror movies. movies yeah. And they're super crazy and super fun. And uh, she obviously really likes Hammer Horror movies and the video's fun too. It's It's a good one. Um, do, 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 do. Dead Man's Party, Oingo Boingo. Very fun. Also so fun. I like Oingo Boingo. I they like, were a fun band. Yeah, I like Oingo Boingo too. Um, excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. And then we have Lake Pontchartrain by Ludo. Uh, this was one of my picks. It is kind of a story song, and it's just a, it's just a fun song. It's kind of spooky. Uh, there's, I don't think there's an official music video for it, but I did. What's, what's the story behind it? Why basically, is it on a Halloween? Oh yeah, basically, um, it's a, it's just a story of these three guys in a car. They're on the way to somewhere, I don't remember where. Uh, and they stop and two of the guys get crawfish, I think. And then the other guy gets a salad, or just chicken. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it's it's really it sounds like if that makes no sense. I'll t- I don't you'll figure okay. out why it's important in a second. So scary. No, and then they start they start driving on their way and they make a mar- wrong turn and then they hear on the radio this thing that says like come to Lake Pontchartrain, uh, we've got all kinds of crawfish that you can eat. Basically, they get to Lake Pontchartrain. The two guys that ate crawfish or crawdads or something, I don't remember what it is. Yeah. They're the same thing. They're the same thing. Um run out into the lake and are just nowhere to be found. And the guy who had his out is like, what the fuck happened? And that's basically it. That's the short version of the story. The song has a lot more detail and just, yeah. it's really fun. 
Uh, and it's got a spooky chorus, and it's just a fun song. I would highly recommend that somebody put in uh, an animated version. And I would highly recommend watching that on YouTube. It's super fun. And the animation's good. Cool. Yeah, it's a good song. It's really fun and spooky. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> the Killing Moon by Echo and the Bunny Man. Yeah, that's a really just the kind of atmospheric. It's very kind of, atmospheric, kind of I would agree. Song. Yeah. Werewolves of London, Warren Zivon. 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 Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's that's definitely like you can't have a Halloween voice without. Yes. That's another classic, yeah, classic, classic Halloween song. song. Um, Halloween, Susie and the Banshees. Yes. Of course. Uh, Freaks Come Out at Night, Houdini. It's a good one. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a fun song. It makes me think of uh, that live action Scooby-Doo movie. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. It totally does. Those are super fun. Also, the sound, the soundtracks from the animated 90s Scooby-Doo uh, movies are really great. Mm-hmm. Like, Zombie Island has a really good soundtrack, and um, so does Witch's Ghost. Mm-hmm. If anyone wants a little bit of nostalgia, the they're pretty fun. Uh, anything that they, when they had the Hex Girls on, those early ones. Yeah. So good. Yeah, you guys wanted to be Hex Girls when you grew up. I always wanted bad. to be. I mean, I kind of ended up being a Hex Girl. I ended up being the one that takes out her teeth. <laughs> and is like, <laughs> what? What's wrong? Nothing. I didn't expect to get <laughs> No, the one that's like, she like pulls out her teeth and she's like, my dad's a dentist. <laughs> it's really cute. It's very cute. If you ever watch this movie, you should watch the movies because they're great. They're very, they're sweet Halloween, yes, you know. Uh, the first one, the zombie island, is really, really fun. It's really funny. It's really funny. There's some really silly things. All of, all of them very have these meta. horrendously bad Louisiana accents yeah. and that are really fun. And the story is really creepy. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, and then the second one, which is Ghost, is also so good. I like Witch's Ghost a lot because it's got the Hex Girls and it's got Tim Curry mm-hmm. as the bad guy. Shocker. Uh, and it's so much fun. It's got a whole bunch. They, like, base it in, like, Salem. So all of... There's a bunch of witch lore and uh, all of the trees are orange. It's so cool. It's a really good movie. Anyway. Where was I at? Oh, Psycho Killer, Talking Heads. Of course. Of course. Guess, guess that. I can't sing the whole song, but uh, it's so good. It's very fun. Would highly recommend. Uh, Pet Cemetery, Ramones. Fun song. Also a fun song. Also watch the movie yeah. Pet Cemetery, the original one. Don't watch the remake. It sucked. Yeah. Uh, Don't fear the reaper. Blue oyster cult. Also fantastic. Yeah. More cowbell. More cowbell. Um, not only more cowbell. There's also a video game called Ripper that used Don't Fear the Reaper as their intro. It's a it's an old this is I'm sorry, this is gonna be so random. The one person who listens to this and goes, Oh my god, they're talking about Ripper is gonna be like, what the hell? Um but it's this old video game that was video video video? That's the word I don't remember what the term is. Uh actual physical video, so Christopher Walken's in it. Okay. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, and I would highly recommend looking up somebody's playthrough because it's super insane, really cheesy. Oh, full best, full motion video, FMV, oh, okay. really fun. Yeah. Uh, and the intro has that song, even though, and this is before more cowbell, also with Christopher Walken. Perfect. Yes, it's a weird music video yeah. or not video, Mu- Mu- video game. Video I'm game. sorry. Then we have Dracula's Tango by Toto. 
Coelho. 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 I never want to say it like that. <laughs> I don't know why. And I really like them. Yeah. I just can't pronounce it. Uh, but definitely go watch that music video because it's, it's so it's so fun. It's I watched it this morning. It's pure it's so 80s cheese. It is. It is a pure 80s cheese. They have a whole bunch of fun music videos. Yeah. Uh, I eat cannibal. Yeah. Also a really fun one. Uh, just go listen to them. They're really fun. Yeah. They're like 80s Spice Girls horror. Yeah. Yeah. And they're a good. It's a good time. Then we have Sympathy for the Devil, the Rolling Stones. Yeah. I had to put that in there. Yeah, we had to throw it. We had to throw a stone song in there. Yeah. If you like, kind of have to. Then Waking the Witch, our second Kate Bush. Yes. This is one of my favorite Kate songs, actually. It's very experimental. Yeah. And if you read The Crucible in high school, it's very uh, referency to Crucible, yes. which is super cool, because I actually, that was one of my favorite things we read in school. Yeah. And it's really fun, and I would highly recommend listening to it. It'll get you all kinds of spooky feels. You could put that on while you're passing out candy, and kids will not like you very much, which is very fun. True. <laughs> Uh, then we have the Marilyn Manson cover of This Is Halloween. It is a cool cover. It, it's, it's a, a really very cool cover. cover. You know, we we love in our family, we love, love the Nightmare, Nightmare. Christmas. And Christmas. Uh, I'm going to put my statement out here right now. It is not a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie. It's a Thanksgiving movie. Because it's the perfect transition from spooky season into Christmas season. Okay, well I'll put it out there mm. that I believe that it's an all seasons movie. Okay. I mean, I know. I just know there's an excuse to watch it. There's also I agree. the Easter Bunny is the in there. Easter Bunny so if you does pop watch up. It for Easter, watch it for Easter. That's true. The, and then he goes, "There's Bunny." That's my favorite line yes. in that whole goddamn movie. <laughs> is when the guy with the axe in his head just goes, "Bunny." Mm. It's the cutest bullshit you've ever seen. And um, there's a love story in it, so you can play it for Valentine's. Valentine's, Day yeah. Too. I bet you could. We could figure out a. They show a four-leaf clover. I want to go to St. Patrick's Day land, because I'm really curious yep. what that's like. Yeah. I bet it's really cute. <laughs> I bet it is. I bet it's full of, like, uh, Irish food, so... Irish, I mean, that. yeah. Irish food and, like, beef. adorable little drunk people. How much fun. There you go. Sounds like a good time. Uh, but, yeah, go listen to that cover of... It, I think it's, it's a really, a really good, good cover. cover. Yeah. It's, it's very Marilyn Manson-y. Mm-hmm. You can tell how much he loved doing it, too, because mm-hmm. it's really good. It's a fun cover, or you could just listen to the whole soundtrack of uh, Nightmare, and I will not judge you if you do that, because I will do that as well. Yep. And then last, but definitely not least, we have Thriller by Michael Jackson. Now, Michael Jackson is a problematic figure, and we're aware of that, but we'll get into that eventually. That doesn't mean the song isn't a fucking bomb. Yeah, it's, it's great. A, it's such a classic, you know. It's a classic. It's, the video is classic. The Vincent Price monologue is amazing. Yep. No one can tell me that that monologue's not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really fun. Very yeah. spooky. Oh, and I forgot to put on the playlist. I'll, I will add it to the end. I was going to put on Nina West's new song, Lisa yes, Frankenstein. Yes, Fra- Lisa Frankenstein. Very cute. Bobby Moynihan does the Yes, very intro, Vincent Pricey. Very Vincent like, Pricey. Yeah. Very fun. Uh, we love Nina. She's uh, just a family friend at this point, but yeah. she's also been on Drag Race. Uh, and uh, my sister, a.k.a. mom's other daughter, uh, does the choreography for the video, and yep. she also appears in it. She's the blonde one with the height and the prettiness. Uh, don't ask where she got the features, we don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we would definitely highly recommend it. It's very fun. It's a fun video. With the costumes are so cute. I love the costumes, like, they're so cute. Yes, it's very, very cute. And it was shot in uh, our hometown. It was shot in Columbus, yep. Ohio. It's, it's at, the, at the Easton Mall. 
-hmm. which if you're in Columbus, you've probably been to the Easton Mall. It's a very classic Mm -hmm. Columbus location, and it's really cute. I would watch it all the time. I think it's adorable. Yep. Uh, And then I wanted to throw out some movie recommendations, if you don't mind, Mama. Okay. So I just watched uh, In the Tall Grass, which was a Netflix Stephen King uh, adaptation movie. It was Stephen King, and I think his son wrote it, uh, wrote the short story. It was pretty fun. Not great, Uh but it was a good time. It was fun to watch with a bunch of friends. I didn't know where it was going to go when it went somewhere fun, so would recommend that for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, I already said the Scooby-Doo movies. Go watch every single one of them. They're so Mm -hmm. fun. The one from, like, I would say from, like, 98 to, like, 2000. (laughs) Those are really good. Yeah. After that, (laughs) we'll see. Yeah. The live-action ones are fun. Um, Oh, boy, what else was I going to... Oh, I just watched um, this movie called Mother... That was scary. Which? It was, um... It's not the Jennifer Lawrence. Not the Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. No, this one was, uh... I don't remember what the country was. I'm sorry, the country of origin. But it's this, uh, woman comes back from having a plastic surgery, and her two sons don't think that it's their mom. It's insane. I won't spoil Mm -hmm. anything. It's really, really good. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, I saw it. We saw it in chapter two. That was good. Mm-hmm. That was a fun time. I'm real specific in my horror movie too. So Rachel likes a lot of different horror movies. I like movies. horror movies. You would actually probably like Mother because it's got yeah. a lot of psychological y kind of things. I don't like. Um, like, I, I prefer it to have a little more supernatural. I don't care for, like, the home invasion kind of movie. You might not like Mother um, then. That, those kind of things bother me. And I don't like jump scares. I think they're stupid. I don't like jump scares. I get um, really easily jump scared, which is yeah. shocking for somebody who watches a lot of horror yeah. movies. But I just get really easily jump scared. But I've, I've really enjoyed, like, this newer wave of, like, the more psychological horror. Um, I liked Get Out. I liked Us. I liked Midsummer. Those were really, really good. Well. I loved I Midsummer. If you have 30 minutes to kill, you should watch uh, Ari Aster's short film that's on YouTube. You can watch the whole thing on YouTube. I think it's called Family or Freaking something. Weird. Be prepared. Be prepared. I kind of mentally scarred Mom and Nia because one. I didn't tell them that it was going to be creepy, yeah. but it's really good. It's not really a horror. It's more psychological torture. I would say it's psychological torture. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I watched it, I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, But it is good. It's really fun to watch. And I will watch anything that Ari Aster makes at this point. Yeah. Watch Hereditary. Yeah. That movie is fantastic. I haven't watched Hereditary yet. I keep meaning to. It's I, so good. But, um, but yeah, I definitely like... Like, I was pretty Excuse young me. when I saw The Exorcist, and that movie scared the crap out of me, because I was yeah. too young to watch it, and it's, also to read the book. Well, yeah. It's such a classic. Exorcist you know, is so good. I'm a classic 70s child, yeah. where nobody really paid attention to what was <laughs> happening to the children, so... You want to watch Exorcist? Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like all the classics, too. I love a good Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Oh, we did, yeah, we did see It, too. We, we saw It Chapter 2. It, it Chapter 2 was of it pretty was kind of, I mean... You know, that's what happens in the book. It is. So, it is. It, it's just, it, that kind of stuff is hard to put on film and make it look yeah. compelling and I think they silly. did. I think they did pretty good. They did as honestly. well as they could. So, valid. And I I love Bill Hader. I have, yes. I, my celebrity crushes have shifted quite a bit. Bill Hader's number yeah. one right now, which is shocking. Sorry, Seth Rogen. Yeah. No, it we, used we, to be so. I like my men funny and fat, okay? Well, we, we very <laughs> recently saw somebody put a compilation together of all the times that Bill Hader has talked about his love for true oh, crime. Oh, my God. It's amazing, too. If you're a fan if of true crime. If you're a true crime, oh, my God, go watch it. It's, it's so, so much so fun good. to watch. I he, love him. 
is a he's a diehard yeah. true crime he's, fan. He's a true crime junkie, and it's great. Yeah. I love him so much. Uh, but yeah, Bill Hader is super fun in it, and just the fucking best. Um, oh boy, there was another movie I just watched. I don't remember what it is now. Oh, The Love Witch. It's really cute. Wow. Yeah, it's, um, she's over there. She's fine. Okay. It's really 70s inspired, and it's a witch story, and mm -hmm. the filming is so soft 70s witchy. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. It's a fun movie. Would highly recommend anybody watch it. Or just look at screenshots, honestly, because it's so beautiful. You're going to be like, I have to watch this. It's really fun. And it's not, I wouldn't, I would argue it's not a horror movie, but it's just a spooky, you know, mm -hmm. anything like, you know, practical magic, that kind of stuff. Watch. Mm -hmm. I love, I love practical magic. I'm a, I'm a 90s witch girl. <laughs> so anything that's got that kind of vibe is really good. Yeah. You know, I like the classic Hocus Pocus. I liked Halloween Town when it was a thing. Did you just bump into that? Oh, yeah. It's, I saw the list of what's all going to be on Disney Plus and all of the... All the Halloween, Halloween Town movies are on there. Oh, memories. Yeah. I watched them all, like, last year or two years ago or something. Mm -hmm. They're so good. Yeah, Reynolds, the, the list was good. It had, like, so it, everything. I'm sure it was. On it. Yeah. I know. We're not, we're not 100% on Disney Plus yet, but... Yeah, I know. I, I just don't know how much I would actually use it. Um, I don't know. The Mandalorian looks really cool. It's going to be their new Star Wars show. Oh. Uh, yeah. It has the... Disney Plus has all the Star Wars movies on it. Oh, shit. Okay, well... Yeah. That's... Also watch Star Wars. It's not a Halloween thing. Just... Everybody should just watch Star Wars. It's great. <laughs> the first three... Second three kind of suck. The recent three have been okay. In the the original. The uh, the OG three. Which is the middle section of. Well, the story. yeah, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> if I say the first, I mean the first, 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 first. I know. And then the ones that came out my age it's range. Super confusing. Kind of blow. Yeah, they're not good. You can watch the last 15 minutes of the last one. When he's like, I am the higher ground. That's the stupidest and bullshit ever. Like, I'm sorry and I love you and McGregor, but having the higher ground doesn't mean shit. You just put him in lava. I liked in the first Easy one. Yeah. I liked the very first one. I liked the battle with... That's cool. Uh, 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 what's his face? Yeah. Dooku? No. No, that's the no, last the one. the very first one. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It's been a really long time since I watched him. I don't remember anybody's name. Green? Liam, Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, that's... Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, but in the the um, guy with the double-headed uh, lightsaber. <laughs> yes. Uh, ooh. You know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, spiky head, red yeah. face paint. Oh my god, I had it, I had it, I had Darth. it. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Because he's like a mall. Can you yes. stop? <laughs> yeah, that was a really cool... That's a cool fight. And, you know, all of Queen I Amidala's remember fucking Qui-Gon Jinn, but not Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. And all of Queen Amidala's, like, crazy get-ups and she stuff. She gets some really cool outfits, fun, actually. She's got some really but, good outfits. you know, you've got you to gotta cut out all the parts with, uh... I'm sure that someone has made a super racing, cut. And you got to cut out all the parts with, um... But play that pod name. racing game for the N64. That's who's, a good the, fucking time. Yeah, who's the terrible character? Hayden Christensen? No, who's that? Oh, uh... <laughs> who's the terrible Hayden Christensen? Oh, fucking Jar Jar. Yeah, Thanks. yeah, you got to cut out all of that stuff. The, the worst. whatever that is. Yeah. Oh my god. How did we get to Star Wars? I missed something. I don't know. Uh, sorry. We're talking about Disney Plus. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, I know, what are you gonna be? What are you gonna be for Halloween, tangent. Mama? Um. Well, if I dress up, we've got another uh show to go to. We're gonna go see the last um 
Heels of Time. They do Heels of Horror. Nina Heels West of Heels, Horror. Heels of Horror. Horror. Which is, um, our, my daughter choreographed the, that show too. Emily can choreograph and I can't. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go see that. And I've got a fluffer costume that I might wear. Very cute. If I decide to go in costume or not. Very it's, cute. It's a really pretty thing. Yeah. So what about you? What have you thought about? You thought about like a tavern winch. I thought about a tavern winch. Um, like a, you know, I, I played Red Dead Redemption 2 this year. So <laughs> like a, like a, saloon, a, girl. a saloon girl would be really fun. Uh, and fun fact, saloon girls actually made a fuck ton of money and helped the economy a whole bunch in the Old West. So don't shame sex workers. They were badass. Um, so I thought about that. And then I also watched somebody on YouTube do this, like, really cool, realistic skull makeup, and I'm like, ooh, I want to do that. So I might just wear my skeleton shirt and go to a really cool skull makeup and then just, like, fucking party. Mm-hmm. I also have a bunch of costumes just in the back of my closet yes. because I'm a hoarder and I love costumes. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I do like the salon winch. It's a very cute outfit. You could pull out one of the really old Harry Potter costumes that you had when you were like 12 and, and slut it up and slut it up and be yeah that's Harry true Potter. i think i'm gonna pass on that one because <laughs> i don't feel like slutting it up honestly i'm more of a long t-shirt kind of gal which is kind of why i'm deciding not to do tavern wench aka yeah. saloon girl just because i don't feel it i've got a corset i don't know if i want to wear a corset all fucking night you know yeah uh i just ugh. It's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. But we'll see. I also have, like, a hot police officer outfit. I could wear that if I'm feeling lazy. Oh, no, it's not a police officer outfit. It's a, uh, what are they called in England? Bobbies? Oh, Bobby. Okay. Yeah, it's a Bobby outfit. It's pretty cute. Cool. But, uh, I don't know. I might just wear a skeleton shirt and paint my face like a skeleton and call there it a And then I can wear leggings. True. Which is Your all I ever wear. <laughs> leggings are the best. All right. Are we done then? I think, I think so. so I don't have any more Halloween things to tell people. Okay. Well, I will say thanks to Billy Zen for our theme song. Thanks, boy. And for Rachel Karn for drawing our logo. You're welcome. I'm still doing Inktober, by the way. If anyone's yes. interested, come yes. check me out at Rach Karn on Instagram. She's plugging along. She's got some really cool ones out there. Thank you. I just did, for today, I did Daenerys Targaryen when she eats the stallion heart. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you what, my hand fucking hurts. So y'all better like it. <laughs> Or I'm going to be pissed. But uh, my Instagram <laughs> handle is at Rachkarn, R-A-C-H-K-A-R-N. Uh, we have an Instagram, which is Tales from the Rockside, and a yes. Facebook. Yes, if yes. you can like, rate, review us on iTunes, and recommend us, please, if you're listening, tell other people. We really want to grow. That would be great. We'd appreciate it. Yes. And um, I want to say thanks for listening. And rock on. Have a spooky one. Spooky rock and roll. <laughs> wow. <laughs>